Welcome to Optimal Health from Hudson Physicians. You can find, of course, all of your information at HudsonPhysicians.com. This is our very first podcast, and we're excited to bring on board the big man, the CEO, Matt Brandt. Uh, congratulations on uh, becoming the first ever CEO right here at Hudson Physicians, and uh, I'm really excited to uh, open up the podcast series with you and uh, kind of get the whole ball rolling. Yeah, great, great to be, great to be here. I'm looking forward to this series. Uh, we're gonna have fun with this for sure. And the whole purpose of this podcast from Hudson Physicians is getting you back to your optimal health when you're feeling sick, stressed, overwhelmed, or run down. And I think you, as an organization, look to be here to be a voice in the community to help people be their optimal selves. Yeah, I really think you know Hudson Physicians are Hudson's in our name. You know, we're really trying to be local providers here at the at, in Hudson. And I think we can use this podcast to hopefully educate the you know the area the area around us the community and different topics that are interesting to them. Indeed, and you know a couple of announcements for those uh, people in the area here coming up Tuesday on February twenty fifth. There's the Women's Health Speaker Series that continues on incontinence and pelvic floor support. Uh, I'll be there filming that too if you miss it. So. We'll have video uh, available too, so uh, be sure not to miss that one. And obviously, this one is uh, airing on Valentine's Day, and we're all into the hearts, right? I mean, yeah, right? yeah, okay, exactly. Right. Chocolate or uh, others, but uh, but don't forget, it's Heart Disease Screening Awareness Month, and get your screening, find out what's going on, head to the website, and you can read more. Of course, that's at HudsonPhysicians.com. So, Matt. Brand new CEO, the first ever December. So you've been in a couple months. You've been able to get your uh, feet wet a little bit, so to speak, on on what's uh, happening here. Uh, how does it? Uh, what's it like to come into something where you're pretty much from scratch and there's no history from the CEO seat? Yeah, no, I appreciate. It. That's a good question. So I would say December. I've been here a year in December. Oh, year. So I'm sorry, no, eighteen. That, yeah. No, that's perfect. So it's actually, but it's actually even better question now because at a year you can kind of make that. You know, you've been here long enough. You kind of know what's going on, understand the community a little better, um, and kind of make that comparison going backwards. So, yeah, it's been really actually exciting for me. Um, we have a lot of stuff going on here where I feel like we can really focus on what's needed here in this community. And I think the, what I've heard loud and clear the first year is cost of healthcare is always an issue. We hear that you know, throughout my career. That's always an of issue. Course. And then as far as just expanded access, meaning can we see patients when they want to be seen? And I think we really tried to, after listening to that for my first year, we really tried going forward 2020 to work on both those two things. And so, um, so when it comes to cost of healthcare, one thing that is really nice about Hudson Physicians is that it is a private group, and meaning it's run by the doctors and owned by the doctors. So technically as CEO, I report to the shareholders, which is a group of physicians. And most of them live around here, but they are fully aware of the cost of health because they're talking to the patients every day about, hey, you know, I really can't come in to see you. I don't have any, don't have money to pay. Or like, you know what, I wanted to take that med you're talking about, but I can't afford it. So the doctors are very acutely aware of that. And I think one thing that uh, we've been able to do here is focus on that. And what I'm trying to say is that, and this is a little bit uh, kind of going to this, this stat, but in Hudson, the area, we have one of the lower costs of healthcare of all the Twin Cities. And part of that is because of Hudson Physicians and kind of the, the, the focus on keeping people out of, healthy and out of the hospital. Um, but also is because um, at the end of the day, because I think the doctors are a little bit more acutely aware of trying not to refer to a higher cost mm-hmm. settings. Like if you can have a, a surgery done in a surgery center versus going to a hospital, the surgery center is a lot cheaper. And because we're independent of hospitals, we have no incentive to like refer downstream to a hospital. We can just send to where patients really want to go and where we think is the most cost effective. 
you know, one of the things that stood out to me in there was the affordability and physicians and providers that want to help patients but can't because they hear that. That's got to be a really difficult push-pull. And then from your position, uh, some of the things that you can do or how you enact, what are some of the things you can do to assist in that area? Yeah, so I think uh, a great example is that is that going into 2020, we did open our urgent care. We expanded our urgent care hours. So our urgent care now is running 9 to 9 every day. Um, and actually just shortly here and coming up, we'll have the holidays open as well. So we'll have 99, 365 days a year you can come to the urgent care. And why that's important is that if you go to an urgent care, like you come, come here, the average visit costs about $200. So the average ER visit in St. Croix County costs a little over $2,000. So you're talking about a tenfold difference in price point. So if we can, and we're, we'd be one of the only urgent cares in the area that's running at that scope, but it's that often. But so every patient that we can get that comes to us, we are able to save that amount of money, but also do a good job of taking care of them. Um, so a lot of people have asked me, you know, they, they have a hard time telling the difference between urgent care and ER, when should I go? Like, the best thing about us, we're actually here on a hospital campus, so you can come to our urgent care. Yeah. We'll see you, worst case scenario, we'll tell you, we'll you know what, door. we'll move you next door. But at least when you came to us, if we can see you, then we'll keep you, we'll avoid you from having the cost of going to the ER. So I think that's a, a really big benefit that we, was made in looking at, okay, trying to keep costs affordable, how can we provide a good service? And so looking at that's why we expanded those hours. So that was a big part of it. And in doing so, you needed to add staff, yeah. providers. No, that's great. Them. Yeah, we had a lot of new doctors. We had uh, Dr. Keith Bradelich is his name. He's our new urgent care medical director. He came from Medford, Wisconsin. He was one of those kinds of doctors that, you know, staffed the ER, staffed the clinic and the small town. So he's very uh, uh, and he used to be an EMT for 10 years before he went back to med school. So he has a lot of training in kind of the urgent care ER environment. So he's leading the charge for us on that. And so we hired him. And then uh, we've had a few other doctors and uh, uh, PAs join the team, but then we've expanded the amount of appointments we can take then on Saturdays and evenings. So you can also schedule appointments, you know, after work and on a Saturday. More, we have about 20% more appointments available now on Saturdays and evenings than we did prior to than last year. Plus, we're on the urgent care. In general terms, when we refer to the talent that's here that are seeing people, if you were to generalize what a lot of these people's uh, best characteristics are, if I come in from outside when I come into Hudson Physicians, what would that be? Well, so we, we use a slogan, so a lot of the doctors use slogans, a better way to be treated. So I think most physicians, the ones that you know, are, we, we really gravitate towards are the ones that just really want to work for the patients. That is something that, you know, as a physician, I think they kind of, they take to heart. Mm -hmm. I think they struggle with current healthcare and climate today of insurance regulations, hospital issues. And so I think there is a unique environment here that we kind of operate a little outside of that. Um, we have to, we have to do the best we can to, to be in the, in the industry, but I think there's a little bit of pushback from physicians. So I think the kind of physician that wants to be an independent physician to work at Hudson Physicians is the kind of doctor that's kind of pushing back on that a little bit. You're almost... Well, so I often think of, I heard something you said in there, when you think about these larger organizations, it almost seems as though they get too big. And then in dealing with the insurance regulations, that gets even bigger and more of a problem. So it seems as though the mentality of the type of provider that comes here is almost like a small business person. No, oh, yeah. And they, we, the shareholders here are all small business owners technically. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so it's a doctor who also maybe still wants to own his own business. And has that little more of entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial type mindset, and then I think when you own your own small business, you 
you basically work for your clients because that's who pays your bills. Mm -hmm. So I do feel like there's a, a direct connection there versus uh, sometimes I think in the bigger corporate environment, that connection is just a little more distant. Very vacant almost. Yeah. It's, it's removed from, from the whole the whole process there. So then along the way, um, you're gonna your, your communications are always going on and we're doing this podcast, you've done the videos and uh, all the great signage you have around the, uh, the campus here, if you will, is, is outstanding. You've got a new website coming out too? Yep, uh, we're working on rolling out next month. Um, February 17th, I'm being told, and uh, whisper on the, on the side of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's faster than I thought. Yeah, our producer, Shelly, <laughs> get <Yeah>. it done. <laughs> yeah. No, so I think that's great. Um, so, yeah, we'll have that up and running. I think, uh, you know, it's just like everything we're doing is we're trying to keep with the time, stay modern. You know, I think a lot more mobile devices being used today. And then mm -hmm. also getting content like this out there uh, where we can have people log into podcasts or videos and other things that we can uh, access that via the web. I think this really gives, we were talking before we went on air to record here, this gives providers an opportunity if there's something they're really passionate about, they have a following or that, you know, you know that this is their area of expertise. What better way to get it out instead of going one by one, patient by patient, to be able to get it out spoken word here and everybody can just every other week find a new one to listen to. I think it's great. Yeah, I think... Uh, you mentioned earlier we had the, the you know women's health speaker series and you know this one's on a topic that's a little tough incontinence who wants to talk about that right but I would tell you it is a very we get a lot of people that attend that it is an issue that a lot of women deal with and if you could do it in maybe the privacy of your home and listen to a podcast about the topic and what the different options are then educate yourself I mean that's the kind of stuff that we want to get out there exactly so now we, we've kind of gone through the the business at hand for what we're talking about and I want to just do a quick question answer sure. as far as what you see obviously you've kind of laid out what's going on which is a modern uh, growing expanded version of Hudson Physicians but is there anything else from your position that you see from a vision for 2020 yeah, I think, the pun. Yeah, I know. That's uh, yeah, 2020. That's a good way to think about it. I like it. Um, yeah, I think 2020 has got a lot of uh, growth to a, growth to the to the group. I think we've had a lot of we've had a lot of physicians that are just getting ramped up again, and so part of it we'll see the urgent care. Like it's it's Jan, end of January. We did 860 visits in our urgent care the month of January. So first month we had 860 people that's come incredible. in. That's great. Um, so I think we'll see that continue, and then. We'll keep expanding those hours as we go. So maybe we're open nine to nine, but by the end of the year, I expect we'll be even open, you know, maybe seven a.m. to eleven p.m. Um, and then we'll just keep adding other specialists. Like we've recently had a podiatry uh, physician join us, Dr. Melanie Berg, and so we'll keep adding other doctors that can complement to the to the group. So so filling the hopper, so to speak. Um, if you could look out over the whole healthcare industry. And, you know, I mean, it's so talked about. I mean, if you Google it, I mean, you can find just too much. Obviously, there's challenges and there's, I'm going to ask a couple questions sure. on this road. If you were to say, what's the biggest misconception, misperception of, you know, you may hear this, but it's really that. What would that be? Uh, that's, a, that's a good question. So one of the things that happens all the time, and actually it was just released in the paper yesterday, there was a group, Apple Valley Medical Center, that was purchased by Alina. And that was a private group that joined a large health system. And in that statement, they said um, they were trying to control healthcare costs by um, you know, economies of scale and those sorts of things. Mm -hmm. and by acquiring that group, they joined the big system and they're gonna get, somehow healthcare is gonna get cheaper. Swallowed up. Yep, swallowed up's a good word. But uh, 
the I think the big thing, the misconception of healthcare that's little people don't realize is the other way around. Is that the economics of healthcare are a little backwards. Yeah. Unlike where Walmart or a Home Depot, you know, a big box store would use their leverage to drive down prices and buying power. What happens in healthcare is the bigger health system gets, like Mayo or Alina or some of the really big ones, they use their leverage to actually drive up healthcare prices because they become virtual monopolies in their area. And so I think a lot of things I think in healthcare that are going on, all this consolidation that's happening, I think there are big misconceptions that somehow that's going to actually solve our problem for our prices but and costs, but it's actually creating a, a worse problem. So to have an environment like this here in Hudson is a good idea for, if you're living here, take a deep breath. It's a pretty good deal. Yeah, exactly. And I think uh, you know a lot of people here in Hudson are excited about maybe Mayo coming to town and all that's great too, but I think you, you have to be care- careful what you wish for. So Good point. Um, and you and I can talk offline a couple of things. I'll, it, it's because it's constant with that stuff. Um, I, I got to obviously ask the fairy dust question. If you could sprinkle fairy dust over um, this operation and make it perfect, because obviously that's what you strive for. Mm-hmm. What would it be that we haven't discussed? Hmm. Well, I would say that uh, the, in, in healthcare, the actual real way to actually do a better job take care of people is people can take care of self, themselves on their own. So really, if we were doing a great job, perfect job, we wouldn't even have that many people come to see us, right? Because everybody's healthy. So I think if we could do spend more time on the front end, um, if we were doing a better job of that, that'd be... So more what I'm talking about is I'm spending more time helping people stay healthy and be ahead of that curve before they get sick. Uh, where the healthcare system and even our operation is a little more geared to treating you when you are sick. Um, I think that would be the, the fairy dust I'd love to be able to and sprinkle. The preventative end of it. Yeah, the preventative end. We do all those services too, but it, it's really, and really to control healthcare costs to make, is to make people healthier at the end of the day. And that would be, if we could figure out a way to really, really do that well, that'd be the, the magic fairy dust I'd like to have. Have there been challenges as population? Obviously, the boomers are really starting to age out here. They're getting older and older, and there's so many. Uh, have you seen that that's put a little bit of pressure on the system at all? Uh, yeah. The one That is probably one nuance that's nice in Hudson. Hudson, Wisconsin actually doesn't have a lot of uh, older population yet. It still is a kind of a working, uh, mm-hmm. you know, working man area, working female area where most people are dual income households with kids and stuff. So as a, a demographic, so it doesn't put a ton of pressure um, uh, on our system, but I do see putting pressure on the healthcare system as a whole. Um, it, it is tough to as people live longer to be able to do a good job handling handling that. But I would say that uh, that's one thing nice about Hudson Physicians and Hudson is that we that's why we offer PEDS and OB with the family practice is just because we are trying to take care of the whole family and that's a lot of what we have here is working families. Um, it is the only county in the state of Wisconsin projected not to have 20% of its population over 65. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Wow. So so this is the place to be. Yeah, this is actually people in uh, Twin Cities refer it. It's like the Edina used to be. So I, You know, it feels that way and I see they're winning a lot of state championships too. So, <laughs> so it's pretty much par for the course right yeah, there. Yeah. So um, the final note for you here, uh, anything you've got the microphone that you want to say to all of the patients and all of the, the people that have come in and out and have been treated by your uh, your great system here, what would you say? Well, I'd say thank you for choosing us. And then the other piece I'd say is, you know, um, I, I, I want you to be engaged in your healthcare. I meaning if we walked away from here and you had some instructions what you needed to follow up, I'd like you to make sure you're doing that. Make sure you take care of yourself. Because uh, those are the, I think, important things. Health is a really 
it's not it's a it's not a commodity thing. It's something if you can do, and mm-hmm. you know, it's worth <laughs> trying to say it's a it's you can have millions of dollars or your health. I don't know. I think I choose health, and so I just wanted people to say make sure you focus on that yourselves and take care of yourself. Boy, that's sage advice. That's awesome. I'm gonna use that. Good. Well, okay. Yeah, that's take perfect. it. Yeah. All right, Matt. Thank you, Matt. You're a busy man, and uh, I know you had to uh, step out for a second to do this, and uh, to have you here on this first Optimal Health podcast has been great. So we appreciate all your time and effort in uh, making this happen. Thank you. Appreciate it. That's Matt Brand. He's the CEO right here of Hudson Physician. Our next podcast coming up in a couple of weeks on February 28th features Dr. Greg Young, and we're going to talk about heart health and cardiovascular disease. That's going to do it for today's show. Podcast number one is in the books. So long, everybody.